So welcome back again to the second part of Come and See Inspirations. My name is John Keeley. Still joined uh, on the Skype line by Shane Ambrose. And a pleasure for me to welcome back again this year and to our Come and See program. Um, Colm Hogan from Trocric. Good morning to you, Colm. Uh, good morning, John. And thank you very much for the opportunity to speak to your speak to yourselves and to your listeners again and thank you so much again for agreeing to, to chat with us again of course it's this time of the year uh, traditionally in Lent where we're in Ireland anyway we try to do our little bit as best we can for those who are um, need our help in different parts of the world maybe just before I start and yet I, I might just play this picked up early on today just to give the listeners a little bit of a, a flavour and then we can come back and we can have a chat so listen to this For over 40 years, families across Ireland have offered love and support to families in the developing world. When people lose their homes, you offer protection. When people cannot grow food, you help feed them. When people are silenced, you help their voices to be heard. When people face violence and fear, your love stands with them. Trócra is the Irish word for compassion. This compassion is rooted in Irish culture. Together, Trócra and Irish families brought love and support to 2.8 million people in the developing world last year. In drought-ravaged Malawi, families are able to grow food. In Somalia, families have access to health care. In Myanmar, families driven from their homes have shelter. In Central America, communities have been helped secure their right to land. This support is an expression of solidarity with our one human family. It is an expression of our values and our identity. It is an expression of our love. Trokra, until love conquers fear. I just played that little bit of a clip that I picked up early on today from the Trokra website there, um, Colm. Um, will it do justice to what Trokra do, or would you like to add something to that, please? Well, John, it, it, it adds... Um great uh, greater evidence of what we do because Trokra, we believe in long-term development and uh, the, our mantra there until love conquers fear says that we stay with people in the long term and stay with them until they are independent themselves and can can have a livelihood and keep going themselves just like maybe many of us would here in Ireland have a decent livelihood so it's the long-term development until love conquers fear that we will conquer the fear that maybe whatever fear each family may be having in different parts of the world, that we're there and we're supporting families through our local partner organizations that we have out there. So our ethos is working with local partners. So we're not just going in there with our solution, that we sit down and we talk to local organizations, find out what are the best local solutions, and then look for sustainability to those solutions as well so it really speaks to our uh, program of work um, until love conquers fear 
And Callum, uh, Trucker's been doing some work now for a good number of years. I think it started off in the early 70s, did it? Yes, indeed, John. Uh, Trucker, it was established in 1973 as the Overseas Development Agency of the Catholic Church in Ireland. So we were founded by by the bishops at the time in response, in in, in an immediate response to to a a crisis, uh, a hurricane crisis that happened in Bangladesh. So from then on, then, the bishops realised that there are many countries in the world which need help. And the organization was created in response to that widening gap between the rich and poor. And then they recognized, the bishops recognized that we all have, we're all called to have a collective duty to reduce poverty. And just to give you a line, John, from the pastoral letter at the time on the foundation of Trocra, they said that these duties are no longer a matter of charity, but of simple justice. <laughs> So our justice message is very real, and it's our it's our char- charism, really, you know. Uh, and I mean, you've been carrying on the work yourself and your predecessors over the last well, in nineteen seventy three. It's a good number of years now. So it's about forty seven years. Forty seven yeah. years. Yes, you are. You've done some work, and, and, and of course, you have various strategies. I think um, two thousand sixteen, two thousand twenty. Just briefly, what what, what did that include, um, Colin? Um. Well, John, what what we aim to include that we so with with any strategy, and I suppose any organisation who knows going through a strategy is is uh, really looking at uh, factors, and in our particular situation, was looking at factors that drive poverty and injustice, and maybe coming to a solid understanding in where we can have the most impact. So, for example, we we um fo- we're we're focusing on. And we're building expertise now in these three main areas, resource rights. And with the resource rights, John, it's all about ensuring that those in need have access and control and the ability to protect and to use critical resources. So, for example, like land and water. And then there are one of the other areas is women's empowerment. We, uh, we work in a lot of countries where, where women have no vice. And sadly, women are treated as second-class citizens in decisions that affect their lives within their homes and their communities and beyond. So we, we work to strive that women are treated equally in the same way as men are. And then, of course, what we're probably known for as well is, is our humanitarian preparedness and response. So, for example, with Cyclone Edi last year mm. that re- responded to the crises in Malawi and other parts of Africa, and also then, for example, a couple of years ago uh, with that earthquake in Nepal, that we actually have staff that will go out there. And we also worked in with our, if we happen to base in that particular country where an emergency may happen, a humanitarian emergency may happen, we work with sister agencies through our Caritas network. So Caritas is the international network of all organizations similar to Trocra. So we would work with them and help them as well. And so that brings it, of course, until this year. I mean, each, each year, as we said, there's a Lenten campaign. I know you have a number of other, just before I come on to the Lenten campaign. Troca just doesn't try to um, collect money during Lent. You've got lots of other things happening in various parts of the year. Would that be right in terms of fundraising? Oh, we, we would have indeed. And, and say, for example, with regard to... Um Say apart from apart from our Lent fundraising, say for example, I know in my particular role, I, I'm an, an outreach officer with Troca, so that means I go out and talk to people about 
the work of Troca. So I talk about the work of Troca in parish communities and also in schools. So and our development education team in Troca have a, a very robust program of resources which are available on our website. And and very similar in they have we have resources for early years, primary school, um post primary and youth resources. And so that's and in answer to um your question, John, the aim of Troca is twofold, not only to give whatever help we can to the areas of greatest need amongst the developing world, but also part of my work is to make people like your listeners aware of the needs of these countries and how we can help them and how we can say impact on poverty. And the only way a lot of us can get will know about those problems is to be informed about them and know about them. So through all those resources and through our outreach to people, we go around and we tell people about our work and about the different injustices that are going on. And John, we also have a we have a policy team in Trocra and they're always advocating for changes in policies with the governments in the countries where we work. So very often very often governments are are in in cahoots maybe with 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 um big businesses, say for example to use an example of a campaign we're having at the moment and that uh, big businesses are going into communities and maybe destroying small communities. So we actually have a, a petition online at the moment which is asking the Irish government for a binding United Nations treaty to call big businesses out on this and that this should not be happening to native indigenous people where we are. And indeed, going through your website today, I think you have a news section too, don't you? And within that news section, the various bits of information come through from your colleagues in various parts of the world. Well worth us, maybe our listeners, to take a look at that, just to just to see the sort of work and the sort of reaction you are getting from those who benefit. Yeah, absolutely, John. And it is well worth people's time to go in and look look at look at the work we're doing and look at the changes that are happening because of our impact so say for example even in the little intro that you played there that music intro you you would have heard about like in malawi we are providing food for many many families because we're making their land resourceful and any any farmers um who are listening in to this morning will will realize that out there we use sustainable methods so we're actually using a lot of agroecology methods at the moment and I just noticed myself on ear to the ground over the last number of weeks they're talking they're uh, they're encouraging more farmers here to be using agroecological methods and these methods are helping families very poor families to make the most out of their land especially when they're in places where climate change has affected them and they're not getting as much rain as they used to so what Troker are helping local organisations is to is to maybe implement uh, irrigation systems and drainage systems so that they can make use of water and make the best use out of their land and, and grow the right vegetables for them to eat as well. And of course you mentioned the climate change and I mean that's, that's very topical these days and therefore it, it would be in, our, in the interest maybe of ourselves and our listeners maybe to take a look at websites like yourself just to see the sort of impact it has on those who um, maybe don't have the resources that we have and really need us to help and maybe um, help us to appreciate um, how we can in fact help the environment which in turn helps these people. That'd be, that'd be right. 
It would be absolutely correct to say that, John. And uh, even on our parish website page, uh, on the Troker website, we actually have 100 different ways that parishes can implement ways in their uh, in their communities to to help to help the curb the the whole the whole essence of climate change. And say, and we find, for example, that. And I, I'll go on to talk about that now in a couple of minutes about the story of of Madras on our Lenten box this year. That like they they are suffering from climate change because they've had no rains. And I know it's very um, peculiar for us to think that there's a country out there. There's there are countries out there that get no rain, considering especially in the last couple of weeks the amount of rain we're after getting here ourselves. Uh, but it's nice. It just brings us into this year's Lenten campaign. So would you like to introduce us to? To what that focus is about, please. I, I will indeed, John. Uh, this year, it's a we've we've had a new move this year. Whereas in other years we may have had just children on the box. This year we actually have um, two two mothers from two different families, and we have their two of their children on the box. So we have Madras from Kenya, and her, with her on the box we have her son Alex and her daughter Joy Faith. And then in Honduras, we have a mother named Angela with her baby, Helen, and her son's Jackson as well. So Jackson is just five years of age. So they're two, they're two completely different stories, but what they show is uh, brave women like Madras and Angela helping to protect their families in different parts of the world, you know, so... And just to give people, a, you know, just a flavour, I, I, I think um, Angela, based in Honduras, um, her particular problem is around the forest, is it? Or, or yes, around, mm-hmm. absolutely, John. Um, uh, her story is about corp- corporations are coming into their village community, big businesses, and destroying the forests and poisoning the water. So they're cutting down all the trees, and and this is all in the location of Angela's village. So what's happening then to little children like baby Helen and Jackson, which we see in the box, they're all they're they're getting sick because a lot of those communities, because they're so poor, they use the rivers for a lot of cleaning and for washing, and so like they're getting sick from the use of the water. So Angela is one of these bra- very brave women who's fighting back, and in countries like Honduras, John, just to explain maybe to your listeners, they um. A lot of a lot of the village communities are part of different tribes, so maybe it's probably very similar to maybe what parish you may come from here in Ireland. So Angela is part of a tribe called the Tulupan tribe, but what Angela did and a number of people in their community, they stood in front of these big bulldozers who were coming in to cut down their forests, and they stopped them from coming in. So what has happened now is that uh, nine people from that community, including Angela are facing jail sentences because of their stance. And Troker are advocating on Angela's behalf and on the other eight that this won't happen and that their families won't be split up and these people will not be put in jail. And we're also advocating, as I said earlier, about about calling out these big businesses and 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 telling people that this is this is not right, this is wrong. And calling on people in Ireland then to sign the petition which is on our website for a UN binding treaty, which calls businesses out for for any corrupt behaviour that may be going on, you know. So, so it's really like you know what I mean. It's a really heartfelt story. Angela is very brave, 
and she realizes herself that she's very brave in standing up for her village and standing up for her family. And again, um, there's another lady who, who again is very brave. She's a mother of six in Kenya, and this is Madras. Yes. That's Madras, John. And Madras and our family, as I said, they did not cause climate change. And we often hear on our news programs now and on TV, on radio, that the people who are suffering the most because of climate change are people like Madras's family in different parts of the world. And still in Kenya, like they suffer the brunt of the climate change. The rains don't come, the crops wither. So children like Alex and little Joy Faith, they often get just one meal a day. So what Troker is doing that we're helping Madras to do all she can to provide for her family. But she can't do it without the generosity of people like your listeners or the generosity of all the parishioners throughout Ireland who support our Linton campaign every year. So I suppose our, our plea with people is, is to please give and let your love conquer fear like during this Linton season and, and for Angela's family and for Madras family and for many families like those families, like they're examples of all the families that we help with in the many countries where we work. And so, Colm, after, after listening to that, especially when you remind us again of, of, of children just having one meal a day, how can we help? How can we, the, the listener, both a parishioner maybe, or the listener? Yeah. Okay. Uh, well, well we're, obviously we're the agency of the Catholic Church, so we can, uh, and we often ask families, and I know Magistrate's family and Angela's family have asked us to pray for them, so we can obviously pray for them yes. and include them in our prayer, say prayer to the faithful during the Lenten season. Okay, we can obviously contribute to the choker box as well, and maybe just to give you two examples of where money can go, because very often people say to sure, sure, I, I would have very little money to give, and we, and we, we, we know that some people would have very little money to give, but just to give you an example of of what 10 euro could do. 10 euro could, can provide eggs for a hungry family like Madras's family, and that's by helping them to buy two chickens. So like 10 euro would help them to buy two chickens and they would provide eggs for them to keep them in, keep them with food, very simply. And then 30 euro can light the night for children like Jackson and baby Helen in Angela's household by helping provide solar lamps. So like, we can do we can do something with everything we receive so it's a like it's a, it's a that campaign is really good from that point of view and then also john we often find that when the troker box is given out in churches like we give them out in in envelopes and there's information on say for example this year with madras's family and then there's information on angela's family but what we find is that sometimes people only take out the box and they, they never look at anything else that's within the box mm. So what we have this year, and we had it, we had it last year too, and we got good, very good feedback that it was a very good idea. So we have a Lenten calendar, and it's very like the Advent calendar, that there's a thought for each day. So this Lenten calendar could be stuck up on the fridge in your house, or if the if children wanted to bring it into the school, they could have it in their school. Mm-hmm. So like there's different thoughts for each day. So say for example, I just I'll just pick out a couple of a couple of thoughts and like they're not always directly related to the Linton story because like we, we believe that that we can educate ourselves every way by using the calendar so say for example on the 27th of March for example it says visiting the sick and the lonely is a blessing during Lent 
So as well as thinking of as well as thinking of Madras's family and Angela's family, we can also think of the people around us in our own community by maybe just call see them and say hello. And then maybe on another day of the week we says, What would you tell older brothers and sisters like Alex or like uh, Joy Fate about your life in Ireland? So like what 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 one of my direct one of my colleagues that I work with in Troker, Anna, Anna visited Madras's family in Kenya during last summer and Madras, Madras told her that her favourite time of the day was sitting down with her family at night time and having a chat and just asking them how they were so like a family could do that in their household just for a couple of minutes and like so, uh, you, you could ask someone well what would you tell those little children in the box about your life in Ireland so like that Oh, just to involve themselves. Yeah. Can you give us a few contact details, um, please, for yourself, just in case people would want to get in touch with yourself, have a look at your website, and maybe there's a few things on there. For instance, just before we go any further, there was a nice little idea, and I found out there during the, uh, during the week when I was taking a look at your website. I think Supermax, um, they collected about 50,000 euros, I think, last year for Trump. Was that right? They did indeed. Yeah, yeah, through their... Um through, through their networks and we in a lot of the supermax now people will see that there's actually a, a trocra box where you buy your food so it's a it's a it's a it's a great way of fundraising and also um this year which is a good thing now to point out john that you, you you've mentioned supermax we're we're rolling out a tap to donate considering a lot of our society are going cashless now so people only work with their bank cards so say, for example, if you're in Supermax and you're ordering your Supermax meal deal, that you can also tap to donate with your card as well. And it may be, it may be two euro or five euro, whatever, whichever one you want to take yourself, you know. So like, it's another way of just uh, instilling in people's minds that we're, we're here to help Choker as well, you know. So buy a Big Mac or whatever it is and then help, help, help somebody out on the, the other side of the world. Yes. Great idea. Well yeah. done. So again, and I think we've, and just before we leave that particular idea, I think last year, the year before, you had people even organised organising trad sessions and that sort of stuff, didn't you? Yes, whatever. Did yeah, yeah, and I and I like they all raise awareness and and they also raise valuable funds for us. And also, in 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 the Limerick Dices as well, John, we we have a number of volunteers now who work for us in different uh, in in different parishes around the Dices of Limerick and. Um, they do great work for us. They speak at masses for us about the work of Trophy and they raise awareness in their own parishes and communities. Very good. So that's great to have. Very well. Okay, so a few contact details. The reason why I'm saying this is maybe people have ideas. Maybe they want to contact you um, and ask yeah. you how to do this. So how would, how would they get in touch with... Uh... So our, our, our main phone line uh, in our head office in Minute is, uh, is 01-6293-333. And like they can they can look for myself, Colm Hogan. And uh, and then our website address is www.trocra.org. And like they can go into our parish page, our education page, and they will find a number of resources with regard to how to help us during our Linting campaign. A very comprehensive website because I took it myself, in, including that news item. I think people take yes. a look at that news section and then they'll get a good idea. Yes, yeah. Colin, thank good. you so much indeed for spending time to talk to us this morning. But before we go, 
I just noticed there was something out there was a little prayer on the website and this was actually um I think it was actually written by um Father Patrick Barassa who was a yes. project manager out there somewhere maybe you can just give me the background to this and maybe lead, lead us into that prayer place before we leave I will indeed um the background to this is Father Patrick Barassa is actually a priest in a parish called Ishiara Parish and as I said at the beginning we work through local partner organizations so uh, Ishiara Parish are one of those partners that we work with in Kenya and they're actually the local partner organization which are working in Madras's community and that prayer for rain he actually met a as I said my colleague Anna was in Kenya so he actually made a plead to Anna to pray for rain during the Lenten campaign for families in Kenya and and Anna told him the story well we we have a lot of rain in Ireland so he was he was laughing about that but he says it will raise awareness amongst the people in Ireland that there are countries which need rain. And that prayer for rain is actually within our parish resource, which again can be found on our website, and which is a very good resource for people to use in parish situations. So I'll, I'll pray the prayer just to finish off. Would I? Please. So God our Father, we thank you this time for the gift of life, the gift of the world you gave to us. We also thank you for the gift of faith that keeps us going. Lord, we pray for rain, especially in this Ishiara parish and in all parts of Kenya that are dry. You, Lord, are the provider of everything. You are the one who brought us where we are and you have a good plan for us. Lord, I pray that you may look at the suffering of your people, especially those who lack rain, those who have nothing to eat because of the effects of drought and hunger that is caused by climate change. We pray, Lord, that you may give us your graces and you may send rain to this area. Therefore, your people will be able to live a good life. We pray, Lord, you will give us courage to preserve our environment so that the environment may provide for us as we continue to preserve it. May we also have the investment for future generations. We make our prayer to Christ our Lord. Amen. Amen. Callum Hogan, thank you so much. Callum Hogan from Troca. Thank you so much for coming on and sharing that information with us this morning. And again, God bless you and all of your colleagues with your work. And we will certainly remember those two special people, Angela and Madras, in our prayer throughout this Lenten. So again, Thank thanks you a very lot. Much, we might just go out with a, with a second piece of music here on the programme, and maybe this is opportune. It's from the World Youth Day um, in Rome, 2000, and this one is entitled, Go Make a Difference. So come back and join us in part three, where we read and reflect on the Word of God. See the love of God in you. 
Go make a difference in the world 